Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm fine, sweetheart. I'm fine. Thank you very much. Good. So, we have here on a, a fresh new podcast, Claire Cameron, yeah. from you, and uh, we're going to talk a wee bit about your wildlife experiences, Claire. So, okay, sounds great. So, what got you into wildlife and uh, nature? Um, well, to be honest, my parents were always into wildlife and nature. Um, I remember as a child, they would always take me and my sister on holidays away out in the countryside. We would stay in a little cottage somewhere and they would always be pointing out things like deer or buzzards and different birds, different species. So really from a very young age, I've really been into nature and wildlife. Um, I've also I've enjoyed watching TV programmes and things as well, like many of us, you know, things like David Attenborough programmes. Um, yeah, fantastic. Where, where was the cottage, Claire? Or was it several cottages? Yeah, there's been several, um, all around Scotland, really, up in the Highlands. Um, we've also been down to the Lake District as well. Um, so, yeah, just Scotland and England, really, travelling yeah, around. Where's your, where's your favourite place? Um, oh, I have to say, I think it's probably down your direction where you've got all the hills and all the, the lovely wildlife around Perthshire area. Yeah, it is a bit special. It is a bit special. Memorable experiences. Now, I know you've been to me several times for beavers and pine martens, etc. Right. Yeah. I know here you were in Norway uh, mm -hmm. taking a six-month uh, student exchange thing. And you're wasting yeah. gold eagles. Do you want to give me a wee update on that one? Um, yeah, oh, it was an amazing experience. That was absolutely terrifying at the same time, though. Um, <laughs> so what happened was I was staying in a little cabin all on my own in complete isolation. There was no houses or other cabins around. And the nearest person was at the bottom of this mountain. Um, so I was taken up by a man by snowmobile to the top of this mountain. And then just left there all on my own. And um, there was a lot of snow. I've never seen so much snow in all my life. It was beyond my hip um, deep. And it was terrifying. And then every day before um, the sun came up, I had to go from my cabin to the hide to photograph golden eagles. And yeah. this was pitch dark. So I had a really strong torch. And I had to follow some sticks that glue in the dark with the torchlight. And it was terrifying. I was falling into the snow with every step. And then I was actually able to pull myself out of the snow with my hands. So it was terrifying. And I could hear the eagles in the background as well. But when I got to that hide, it was just amazing. It was a patient, long wait. But then the eagles finally came in in the afternoon. And wow, it was something else seeing them that close. It was really it been, uh, how, how long were you there, Claire? Um, I was there three, three days at the cottage, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, that and must, the eagles that came in every up. day as well. Yeah, yeah. oh, fantastic. Yeah. I think you saw uh, hawk owls as well, did you? I did, yeah. I saw a hawk owl and I also saw a great grey owl in another location. Wow. Um, I saw reindeer, various species of woodpecker that we don't have here. An amazing one was actually the black woodpecker. And the guide kept telling me, oh, it's actually crow size. This is a huge woodpecker. And I didn't believe him. I thought he was just joking with me. Um, but then we saw this woodpecker and it was huge. It was really amazing to see. 
Oh, wow. And the Eagles must be something else, so that must be something really special. Yeah. Right? It was. It was an amazing experience. Really oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. So, have you got any more memorable experiences, Claire, or anything you could share with um, us? I do, yeah. Um, well, I think I've got to mention Nature Nuts, um, different experiences. Um, I've definitely had such a great time on every experience I've had with Nature Nuts. Um, I remember my very first time that I visited your hide and I actually felt like I was a Disney character. I felt like Snow White. It was just amazing. Um, from the first moment I stepped out the car, I remember yourself, Bob, you were going around topping up all your bird feeders and just everywhere there was all these little birds coming down on the branches and they were watching what you were doing. They were so close. And I just remember the sound as well. You had the siskins, the woodpeckers, the chaffinches. There was just so many species there. And then the red squirrels started coming down. And then oh. there was the jays. I remember them. There was a huge family of jays. And it was just so exciting watching them. And you got, you got on that day as well, didn't you? It was yourself and uh, Lynn, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, there was the two of us that day. And yeah. this was actually, I had just bought my first DXLR camera. Um, so this was the first day I was actually getting to practice that and it was certainly great just for practice and it was busy the whole time. So obviously everything was trial and error to me on the camera at that point and it still is to be honest. I'm not I'm not so much into the photography side, it's more just enjoying the nature that I'm into and then photos are always a bonus, a bit like yourself, Bob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wildlife first. Um, yeah, but also that so day, I'm totally Pine Martin in. Um, yeah, yeah, the Pine yeah. Martins are something else. I'll say that. They are, oh, they are something special, yeah. I, yeah. Know, I remember the Pine Martin coming, bouncing down the hill in front of us, and that was a great moment. Really good. It's such a thrill seeing uh, a new animal for the first time. You know, oh, like, it is. Uh, I know, and, and it's been thanks to you as well, seeing my first beaver. Um, yeah. I remember seeing that and that was just amazing and there wasn't only one there I think there was possibly three or four there that first day that I saw them and yeah, amazing. also the otter and the kingfisher and it, yeah and you've been getting some great otter experiences as well Claire haven't you uh, that's right people, yeah, yeah not long ago absolutely amazing was that a, was that a female and a cub a uh, pup rather yeah. that came in yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a female and two cubs that she had, so I've been oh, wow. following them quite a bit over the winter. I was tracing what they were doing, following them down the river, and it was great. I learned so much just from watching them. Oh, it, that's amazing. I've actually just found an otter holt when I was out oh. on my dog walk the other day there, so, well, I presume it's an otter holt. It could be beaver getting used to the beavers, but it yeah. looks as if it's an otter. <laughs> it's been used by otters because it's got the, the it's not got the flat tail uh, slide going up and down the, the hill and it's a wee bit high on the okay. river for, a, for a, a beaver so here's hoping so I'll hopefully get out some early morning with the dog and see if I can see any but uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's all in, all in the future all in the future so yeah. so how, how do you see nature benefiting people then Claire you obviously you're a teacher and uh, I know you've been trying to get some stuff uh, or get your kids involved in in nature so how, how do you see that working in part? Yeah, well, I, I feel, and there's also scientific research to prove this, um, that nature is very good for our mental and physical health. 
Yeah. Um, so because of that, I think it's so important that children actually learn properly about their planet, nature, wildlife, and how to appreciate the beautiful landscapes around them and all the creatures that exist in our world. Um, so actually on my last placement that I had, I was with the primary four, five class, and they had a project which was actually brilliant for me. It was about local wildlife and their habitats. Yeah. Um, so I actually taught the children a lesson about pollution and how this was affecting our local wildlife. And oh. I had some photographs that came from the area that I'm in, Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire area. And oh. these were all of wildlife surrounded with pollution, being affected by pollution. I had a moor hen searching through bottles, cans, crisp packets, everything, trying to find food. Um, I also had an otter next to a football and bottles and things. And then I had another otter picture. And this otter had an elastic band around her neck. And oh. the children were shocked about this. And yeah. I was telling the children stories to go with these photographs, things that I'd actually seen. And... Um, and this had a huge impact on the children, especially that last photograph with the elastic band, because this was actually the mother otter that we were just speaking about. Yeah. I, I was saying, if this mother otter was searching for food, perhaps she might have got this elastic band caught somewhere and then been trapped. She might have drowned, it could have killed her. And then what was going to happen to her cubs after that? They, they wouldn't have survived either. Um, but luckily that story had a really happy end and, and the elastic band managed to work its way off the otter and everything was well at the end. Um, but you should have seen the children's faces. They were just really involved in this story and it had a huge impact in them. And so after they, that, they we that. Oh, Sorry, they could, they could relate to that. They took that on board then, did they? They did, definitely. They were shocked. I asked for how they felt after it, and I asked for how they thought the otter felt and all the other wildlife. And it was all negative words that I was getting from them. And yeah. Yeah, it had a huge impact. They were away out doing litter picks after this. And <laughs> I, I just hope they spread the word to everyone. But I think education like that is really needed, and that's what I plan to do in my future teaching in my classrooms. Um, I'm also wanting to set up a nature table. I've already started collecting things for this, like feathers and nests and things like that. I think if the children actually see these things for themselves and learn where they've come from, they can start yeah. to nature better. Particularly old nests. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some of these nests are so intricate. and They are, yeah. You know, the animals have obviously spent a lot of time uh, invested in, in making the nests. And it's actually, like you say, Claire, it's, it's brilliant. The kids actually even just being able to touch it, albeit gently, uh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. I've, up at my hide, I've actually got an old um, vole's nest for you. So oh, you're welcome yeah, to that. Right. Kids will love that. And I'm quite sure yeah, we'll be able yeah. to get some, some beaver memorabilia for you as well. So oh, That would be brilliant. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. That's no, no problem at all, pal. So lastly, Claire, just to finish off, what advice would you give to people that are new to nature, you know, just coming into it and sort of emphasising the thing about how photography and nature can work hand in hand sort of thing. Right, okay, well, I think just go out and enjoy every single moment. Um, if you are a photographer, you're probably not going to see what you want straight away. You need a lot of patience. 
and expect to see nothing more days than when you actually see something. <laughs> but, you know, those days when you see absolutely nothing should be treasured as well because I enjoy every single moment I am outside. And if you look carefully, you always see something. It might not be the animal you want to photograph, but you see something. You always see a bird or an insect or something. And it's just so special seeing all these living creatures go around their daily lives. Um, so explore the environment and just enjoy everything. But also another really important point is be respectful when you're out. And think about things like pollution that we talked about before. Think about the environment. Look after it and give wildlife space. Don't don't cause them any harm. And just, yeah, just enjoy everything, I think. That's such bang on, Claire. I, I totally, I've seen, now I'm not want to be too negative, but I've seen some photographers that get, um, what's the right word to use? A wee bit excited with things. And it's all about the photograph first and not about the animal. And uh, I think if you take a, a step back, and just enjoy it. You'll, if, if you let nature come to you, it, in the main, it will. Uh, just yeah, like you, the eagles. Just that, that three days in Norway, sitting waiting patiently for God knows how many hours waiting for this eagle to come in. And yeah. when it does, it makes the experience just so much better. And it's, oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a longer experience as well because the animal's relaxed. It's not yeah. being chased away or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're bang on, Claire. You're bang yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think the, the other one last thing, the other important thing is when I was away in Norway, um, I actually booked a three-day guide um, to take me around the area. And our aim was to find a moose during this time. Now, uh-huh. we went around from, I think it was about five o'clock every morning we started until sunset. And the only moose we found was the little one. We, we never oh, came <laughs> So we were having a laugh about this. <laughs> um, so that was a new word for my Norwegian guide, the moose from Scotland. Yeah. Um, but no, You'll we probably remember that as well, Claire. I know he will, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we never found this moose in the three days, but still we saw so many other wildlife there and it was just so special seeing all that. So sometimes the patience doesn't work. But I think the important thing is just to be open to see anything. Wildlife is so unpredictable and you need to know this and just enjoy everything. I think that's the important thing. Very, very true. I think you you said it already, uh, go out, expect nothing. And so that yeah. way everything else is a bonus. Yeah. Uh, you know what you get. And that's totally my mentality as well. And that, although being a wildlife guide, it's not always great when you're not getting the the, the species that you're looking for, but yeah. at the same time, it's just about enjoying it. And uh, you and yeah. I both love the same page. Yeah, something else, Bob, I found, that, like you said earlier, I've done quite a lot of experiences with you now, but, you know, I really appreciate what you've done because every time I've been out, you have went to your absolute limit to try and find all these species that your customers want to see. It's been really great, and you've never disappointed me once. You've always found something good to see. So, yeah, that's been great. Thank you for that, Claire. One one last one, and I must admit, I, I, I think I asked you about it the other night. It was uh, the hen harriers when we went oh, to see yeah. them. We had a lovely day that day. 
Oh, um, we did. It was fantastic, yeah. Not just yeah. the Harry, but uh, everything else. It was, I think, did we get stone charts or wind charts? And, we uh, did, yeah. I think we got both. And yeah. we also had the short-eared owl kestrels that day. Oh, that was great. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And, you know, it's, it's these wee places that people have never been to before, and it's uh, it, it lives on in my memory always, you know. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Glad, I'm glad you've enjoyed your time with me, Claire, and I'm quite sure that once these restrictions are, are lifted a tad, we'll hopefully get back out again. Yeah, we'll oh, I'll definitely be back. I'm counting down the days, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that very much, Claire, and uh, I don't think I've got a lot of editing to do on this, so I'll probably just finish recording and I'll catch up with you just very shortly. Okay. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, thanks Diane. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.